That's probably the best thing I've ever imitated in my life, by the way. Yeah, that was really good. You should do that acapella to start the show. What a mashup. Oh, this is like a ripoff. <laughs> yeah. They should have had Michael Jackson come in on that song. Oh. All right. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 77 of the Live from the 815 Podcast! It's me, Colton. It's Jake. Jake, what is up, Jake? Hey, Colton. What's up, Colton? Nothing. (laughs) All right, Jake. What a freaking weekend. Um... If you guys are listening to this at home, this is a milestone moment in life in the A15. This is our first Super Bowl episode. You may be thinking, you guys have been doing this for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um, we have lost. It's part of the lost episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Super Bowl. I forgot that that. I mean, good thing we, we're not going to lose this one because this was a Super Bowl to remember, you know? That's me knocking on wood. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We haven't had a disaster in a while. Our, but, uh, oh, my God, we Colton, haven't. Where did you watch the Super Bowl? Where? Um, on the floor in my living room. I, I was asleep for the first half. Did you have any friends or family over? I was just hanging out with my girlfriend. But, yeah, I honestly, like, laid down and fell asleep. And then I woke <laughs> up in, like, a kind of like a panic. I was like, oh, man, I missed Super Bowl. And I saw the first field goal and woke up at halftime. And I was like, didn't miss a fucking thing. Yeah, no, it was so, it was like, not that good. I couldn't have played it any better, honestly. Where did you watch it? Uh, I was at my girlfriend's house, and I was bamboozled. I was told, oh, it's, it's her family, and then her grandma and her aunt are coming. I was like, okay, we'll make some wings. This will be great. Turns out three of her aunts came, all of their husbands, and two of her uncles. It was like 13 people. We had to bring up a couch from upstairs. There was way too many people in this living room trying to watch the Super Bowl. It was insane. Uh, a lot of food, though, so that was good. This is probably the only Super Bowl where I'm totally okay with watching it with a bunch of normies who don't know shit about football crammed in a room eating great food because it was so, like, there wasn't even anything to talk about. It was so boring, you know? There's literally nothing to talk about. I literally just kept saying, oh, third down. I wonder if golf will get pressured and throw and throw an incompletion. Every single third down, that's what happened. 
Every so. third down, I thought, man, I'm sleeping right now. So I'm, I'm not even watching it. That's I, that's pretty, that's a, almost a better story than talking about watching the Super Bowl is sleeping through the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah, I mean, I went – so uh, I, I, I haven't, like, gone out pretty hard at the bars in a few months, honestly. Friday, a mutual friend of the of the show, Brock, that we talk Huge about – Huge friend of the program. We talk about more than anybody on the show, and there <laughs> – I would give Donald we talk Trump. More, we talk about him more than Mitch Trubisky, probably. Yeah, I would give Donald Trump a higher percentage chance to listen to this show than Brock. <laughs> I'd say it's about equal. It honestly is. So Brock was up. We had fun on Friday. Saw Crystalia, the comedian. I went out on Saturday. Had a good time. So I was dead. I was gone. I got like 20 minutes of sleep Saturday night. Works work Sunday morning, and then I was kind of excited for the Super Bowl. Uh, we got a big boss sub. Is that a is that an Illinois thing or is that like a nationwide thing? Like the, I think so. The giant sub sandwiches at like at like uh, grocery stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, we got that. We like everything was all set up. We had this like like little like pillow fort. We were watching it. I was pumped. I was gonna watch it, and then it was just so boring and so <laughs> slow that I fell asleep watching the Super Bowl. Think about that. Yeah. Oh my god. So then yeah, woke up like a song and a half into the halftime show. And I was sad that I missed the first half and the halftime show. Watched the rest of the halftime show. I was like, and then, and then I was like scrolling on Twitter. I was like, dude, I didn't miss anything. This is awesome. Yeah, no. Oh, I mean, is it really awesome? Cause then you didn't miss anything, but that means there's no entertainment like to get caught up on. There was nothing, man. The whole, everything was just such a blah, including the halftime show. How, yeah. You know? Yeah. We might cover this later in our listener questions, but it stunk. Like it was, it was just like a concert. It was just like watching on that, what is the channel, like Palladia or whatever it is? Yeah, and you just watch live shows, yeah. It was basically just that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that was disappointing. Uh, State of the Union, we can talk about all the stuff happening with our favorite teams. It's, it's crazy right Ooh, now. So many. I mean, I guess we can talk about Matt Nagy winning Coach of the Year. <laughs> well, I do have an NFL awards question coming up. So. Uh, right. Well, then, should we wait till then? <laughs> No, we can talk about it. Coach right, Nagy yeah. won Coach of the Year. Yeah, Nagy won Coach of the Year. Um, I mean, honestly, he deserved it. Him or uh, what's the Colts guy, Frank Reich? Yeah, I thought both of them could have won because yeah. they did the same in the playoffs. So I forgot that we went twelve and four. For some reason in my head, I had eleven and five. Twelve and four looks awesome. That looks like a great year. Well, it was a great year, but then it ended, you know, so quickly and abruptly and heartbreaking fashion that you kind of just forget about it. Did you see on, on the Stephen A. Smith show, he had people calling in, and he's like, these are the two best teams to play in the Super Bowl on Sunday. And someone calls up and is like, what about the Chicago Bears? And Stephen A. Smith went on a rant. He went off. He's like, you guys scored 15 points against the Philadelphia Eagles, and you think you're the best team in the NFL? You're a stupid idiot. And just hung up on him. I was like, well, Stephen A., you, you have spoken, my friend. Got you, dude. Got you. Yeah. Got you, Got you, good, dude. Freaking <laughs> hey, freaking Steven A, dude. We got you like pretty good. You, like you were pretty bad, and then you uh, ranted. So we got you. And now the Bears know. Now the Bears suck because Steven A said so. So Frick. sorry, sorry. I wish, Steve, I wish Steven A didn't say that because the Bears don't suck, dude. <laughs> uh, what a- I think he hates everything. I don't know that he says anything is positive. Like all I ever hear about is negative stuff. Does he does he spin anything other than Aaron Rodgers is positive? Um, <laughs> you know? Like UFC, have you ever seen him call UFC? 
He thinks yeah. everything's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> he's, he's watching the first UFC fight of his life every yeah, he's time. A, he's oh, a, he's he a just, kid in the candy store. Yeah, he's he like, just kicked what? The head. what the hell? He's like, man, guy in the white trunks, he should have dodged that. But the guy in the black trunks just just punched him in the face. Whoa! Like, all right, thanks, Stephen A. That was awesome of you, man. Good thing you're here. You can kick people in this? Holy crap! Someone should tell the other guy. Whoa! <laughs> That's a terrible Stephen A. impression. We Whoa! I'm Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I'm Stephen A. This is my voice. Hey everyone, I'm Stephen A. Smith, and I love sports. <laughs> Doesn't sound like anybody. Shocking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds like somebody's selling Razor scooters in like the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, did you see Vic Fangio won Assistant of the Year? Damn right he did. I didn't see that, but shout out to Vic. I know you're listening. Thanks for listening. Now head coach of the uh, Broncos, so that that'll be he'll be missed. You know, award winner. I saw that there was some, it was like the T-Mobile throwing challenge. There was some targets in this big inflatable thing, and Mitch Trubisky went like four for four, so. Oh, yeah. You know, after he stuck the promo, like, everyone's like, oh, but look at this random, like, I think it was like drive right tires or something. Yeah. Like, it was like, this had nothing to do with the NFL. It I don't was at Six Flags. <laughs> What a stupid thing. Like, oh, he hit all four targets at this at this fair or something. Pro bowler <laughs> Mitch Trubisky hit all four targets at this fair. Watch yep. him out. He lost the NFC to Pro Bowl, and I'll never forgive him for that. <laughs> Don't doesn't the NFL Pro Bowl isn't that like like a draft now? It's not like a eight, is it? No, I think it went back to AFC NFC this oh, year. Sick. They're always trying to change up to make it fun, but never doing anything that would actually be fun. Yeah. yeah. Do they still do that drone drop where they drop the ball from like a hundred yards in the air? They should. I don't. I mean, I don't, I've never watched any Pro Bowl stuff ever. <laughs> yeah, you're giving it a shot. You could literally tell me right now, like, hey, last year, do you remember when? I was gonna say Priest Holmes for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Priest Holmes shot Ricky Williams in the face with a paintball gun. Oh, dude, Pro Bowl. I love the Pro Bowl. It's awesome. <laughs> Why were they there? <laughs> I, do, I, I have no idea. Really, it was just two guys with, with paintball guns and uh, jerseys. But so yeah, so I guess moral of, of the State of the Union: uh, Mitch is back, and <laughs> uh, that's the only football news that matters over the weekend. Yeah, uh, Bucks have the best record in the NBA, which is pretty cool. Thirty-nine and thirteen. They're looking fantastic. The trade deadline is tomorrow, I think, when you're listening to this. Yes. So. There's uh, rumors going around with the Bucks. You know, Thon requested to be traded. We want to get rid of Tony Snell. There's rumors they get packaged for an expiring contract, which would be amazing because it would leave the Bucks with like 60 million in cap space to just do. I mean, and four starters are gone, so they could literally sign four totally new people to come play with Giannis. It could be a totally new team next year. But, but if they can get, if they can get rid of Tony Snell, they have so much flexibility. Yeah, um, the Bucks are on Andrew or uh, Anthony Davis's list that he would re-sign yeah. with. So people up here in Milwaukee are like, "Dude, we should trade for him." No, we have nothing. Anthony Davis's list, by the way, was the Lakers and three teams that have no assets to trade for Anthony Davis. Uh, it was nice that Milwaukee got thrown in there. I honestly, it felt good, but it meant nothing. He was like, "Oh, these three teams literally have nothing." The Knicks just traded their only piece. You know, like, and the Clippers have no nobody. 
and the Bucks can't. Who are we going to give them? Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe, who are both expiring contracts. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, and we can't trade a first round pick to like twenty twenty two or something like that. Yeah, or until after next year when we give up the pick, but it's like protected for the next three years. So we have no picks, nothing. So, but hey, man, we're on the list. <laughs> we're cool. on the list. He, he said Milwaukee. Waj tweeted the word Milwaukee. Let's yeah. freak out. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a that's a real city with a real team. Hooray! <laughs> yeah, well, you know, best record in the NBA feels pretty good. Two games up on the uh, <clears throat> Raptors and Golden State, so. Take that, Golden State. Dynasty is over. <laughs> Get owned. But yeah, that's all we got for State of the Union. Baseball is starting up soon, but nothing's happened. Nope. Absolutely nothing happened. Nope. Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, Dallas Keuchel, Marwin Gonzalez, Mike Moustakis. What are the odds, Colton, that as soon as one of the two signed, but what are the odds by our next show that one of them signs? What would you say? What would you give me if you were the betting, if you were the site? I don't know. I don't know how to make odds. I'm going to go 25%. <laughs> so you're saying that if you said yes, you'd be making money? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, think, I think the odds on favorite would be no. Really? Like, I'd give it, like, hey. minus 140. Pitchers and catchers report in, like, Eight days, yeah, <laughs> you know. know. Um, J.D. Martinez signed, like, February 20th or something like that last year. When did you Darvish sign? Uh, he signed in January. Pretty sure. No, I don't think they did. I think it was early February. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, it matters. That guy doesn't, that guy doesn't exist in my life. You think I no, I guarantee you, you get very excited about him coming back by the time baseball season gets over. Oh, up. for sure. I watched a video the other day of who's going to have a better year between Chris Bryant or Josh Donaldson. Josh, Donald, signed- Josh Donaldson's grandkids are playing at Texas. <laughs> He's so old. That's so weird. When did when did uh, you Darvish sign? February 13th. Wow. So, wow, what a, actually- what a cuck. Yeah, by our next show, he wouldn't have signed. So what the fuck, you know? Yeah. That is crazy. You, you freaking Darvish, man. This guy. Let me tell you about this guy. Wow, <laughs> great Japanese league numbers. Great league. Great numbers. He's 32, isn't he? He sure is. That's, okay. not, that's not young. <laughs> also, shout out to Jap- Japanese baseball team names. The Hok- Hokkaido... Nippon ham fighters. <laughs> oh, the word Nippon got me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, baby. Let's see. What else? In the Oh, it's the Nippon Professional Baseball League. <laughs> um, hang on. Let's Time for our new segment. Colton reads the team names of the Japanese league. Uh, Chunichi Dragons. Hanshin Tigers. Hiroshima Toyo Carp. <laughs> it's just this carp is funny to me. <laughs> Tokyo Yakut Swallows. Yok- <laughs> Yokohama D-E-N-A, but the D, N, and A are all capitalized, so the E is not. <laughs> okay. The the Dene Bay Stars. Yo- Yomiuri Giants. Chiba Lot Marines. Fu- Fukuoka? Fukuoka Softbank Hawks. Onyx Buffaloes. Sanita Cebu Lions, like these are cool. 
Yeah, no, they're very cool, and they don't—they don't feel the need to pick a very strong animal. No, no, they don't give a shit. It's more symbolic, like maybe, like, or maybe it's even want they want to be goofy. Like that's—it's fun to be goofy. Basically, moral of the story is the Washington Gorilla should happen. Yeah, <laughs> yes, dude. That's a callback to like two episodes ago. Yeah, I am so on board with the Washington Gorillas. It's ridiculous. Also, while we're on the Japanese league. Did you see for their all-star game, they have target practice? I saw that. That is that awesome. awesome. They should <laughs> that do was... that over here. I feel like people would be freaked out to screw their swings up, you know? True. Just get some bench warmers or something. Get some. Yeah, get some, somebody to do get it. Get some hitting coaches. Like, get a fungo like, out there. Like, David Eckstein. Get David Eckstein yes, back out. dude. Something that's like perfect. that would kill. Get a representative that's from each team. Oh my God! We just saved baseball. I can't believe yeah. it. Yeah, who, who do you pick on the Cubs to be your? Uh, I don't know if you guys, if if anyone saw this, but they have a little target practice, and there's a target all across the outside of the infield, so you can hit them for. You got to hit them in order. It's, it's like number it's one it's like twenty. It's like on the infield grass, though. It's not even like oh, behind the bases. Okay. Well, either yeah, it's it's lined up right in front of you. It's one to twenty, and, and you got to hit them in order. So you're basically just and some guys just tossing you pitches. Like underhand, so it it's really just a parlor trick, and it has nothing to do with baseball skill. But it's which awesome. is why which is why we could pick just a random representative. Yeah, who would you pick from the Cubs? Oh man, um, who would I pick from the Cubs? The one with great contact, you know. Yeah, like uh, Mike Fontenot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going old school. Okay, yeah. Ronnie Cedeno. <laughs> I'm just picking Gold Glove winners right now. Ryan Terrio. <laughs> Who's that guy who did it? Darwin Barney? Darwin freaking Barney, man. He didn't make an error for like 10 years you know, or something. You know who I feel like would be really good is Tommy LaStella. That'd be cool. I could see that. I could see that. I was thinking Kevin Smith, the catcher for the White Sox, who's only played. But he was he was hitting like 330 for a little bit, and he only had singles. It was yeah. unbelievable how many singles he had. And he's big and slow, but like he would just poke it through the infield everywhere last year was like how is this guy hitting above 300 he has no power he's like 6'6 like what the hell is going on he's a catcher like what is happening but uh i think he would have been great i would pick yomer sanchez just because he's so entertaining he should be in the all-star game just to entertain everyone didn't hawk call him like one of the best baseball players he's ever seen well, he said Tyler Saladino reminded him of Cal Ripken Jr. So <laughs> anything he says, like, who cares? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so. That's my go-to. There's been a million other comparisons that are fantastic. You should have seen who he compared Joe Creedy to. He was basically uh, Mike Schmidt, you know? Hell, yeah. <laughs> he was Mike Schmidt over there. Um, Joe Creedy once contacted uh, former host of the show and currently dead person, Sam. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so good thing Sam left, so we didn't continue that contact. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, why would we want to interview him? He's just a World Series champion. Um, but I think that that's all we have for a State of the Union. Am I right? Or am I uh, wrong? You are right, Colton. Okay. <laughs> all right, you want to get into some listener questions? Jake, I really do. Fun fact, folks, Jake's got all the listener questions this week. I didn't get any of them. Every single question was tweeted at Jake. <laughs> yeah, thanks for tweeting at me, everybody. That was really nice. Like, you Super can just cool. tweet at the show. You know, we have a we have a Twitter for the show, but you know, at live eight one five. Personal works too. 
All right. Uh, number one, the first question comes from Maroon 5 is my life, 4141. So that halftime show was amazing. Am I right? Everyone loved it. It's getting nothing but praise. Tell me all about it, guys. <laughs> Colton, you are a hard defender of Maroon 5. Dude, okay, know? here's the thing. When, when, I saw, I when I saw Maroon 5 in concert like a man with one other man, and that man goes by the name of Brock, fan, fan of the show. Um, <laughs> they were awesome. The show was just, it was like, it was so carefree and it was just well done. And like, there there was stuff where like Adam Levine played the guitar, but then he like humped it while he was playing it. And every time he humped the guitar, like sparks would fly up behind him, like stuff like that. And like, I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not saying he has to hump the guitar on the Super Bowl, but there was nothing like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it no, they such- needed more. For a band like Maroon 5, Adam Levine doesn't have, like, the best voice in the world. He has a catchy voice, whereas songs, you know, he doesn't, like, ha- he can't blow you away. You got to have a light show. You got to have something cool. I was thinking, like, back to bad Super Bowl halftime. The Black Eyed Peas was bad, but I remember their stage blew everyone's mind. Everyone was like, whoa, you know, like, yeah. the stage so new. They needed to do that Maroon 5. They needed to have fireworks you know, he he should have brought up a flamethrower. Who knows? Something crazy. Like, one of my favorite halftime shows ever, because I'm a man, was Lady Gaga. That was awesome. That was awesome. Like, she, well, she's, yeah. she like, jumped down from the, from the roof. Yeah, she came oh. in from nowhere. That was awesome, dude. She, she, she lost was... me a lot of money because she sang God Bless America for three seconds, so fuck her. But after that, <laughs> it was awesome. I loved every second of it. And then, didn't she, like, finish by, like, jumping off stage into, like, like into, like, some like, random dark hole, but she caught a football on the way down. Remember that? I think that did happen, Dude, that yeah. was, that, that's awesome. Do stuff like that. <laughs> that was a little hazy, but, yeah, that is awesome. Um, they also did SpongeBob Dirty, like, real I dirty. I know. I called that. There's no, I did not think they were ever going to play Sweet Victory. Why? But what well, a cock tease. The best part. Did you see the edit on – It was. it's been on Twitter. It's been all over the place of – what it should have looked like. Yeah, I saw and, that. And it like, lined up to the fireworks. That gave me chills. That would have been unbelievable. Everyone on the internet would have loved it. They would have gotten so much good press. But no, let's just play three seconds of it, not even the song, and then go into sicko mode. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> hello, God Hello, damn. kids. Here's SpongeBob, because there's a lot of SpongeBob memes, and here's sicko mode, because there's a lot of uh, fans of the song. We did it. <laughs> and Sicko Mode's literally memed at this point because it's played so much. So it was like almost ironic, but they they didn't mean it to be. So it's not cool. Dude, like, Did the you whole... hear about the drama with 21 Savage before the show too? Oh, how he's British? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's playing in Atlanta at the halftime show. He's like a famous Atlanta rapper in like 24 hours or like 10 hours before. It's like, oh, he's British. <laughs> what? Oh my god, that that's so funny to me. Like, what a what a ballsy move to be a famous rapper. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, why was he? He was. I don't know. I don't know anything about rap. Let's not even pretend to know if anything about rap. If there is not a Hannah Montana type uh, show after him, where he's living <laughs> a double life, then there's no hope for humanity. I want to know how long he was in England. You know, like what if he moved when he was like? He, he moved when he was 15. Did he? That's what I heard from one no Twitter, way. One Twitter that, article. How does he not have an accent? Like I don't know. It was like he moved in like 2005, 2006. 
That's crazy. Wow. I don't know, man. Fan of rappers, baby. It's wild. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, what a what a poo poo halftime show. Honestly, who would you yeah. who would you want? Like, who's who's like a really good halftime show? Huh. Well, Beyonce should absolutely do a halftime. I mean, didn't she already do one? Did she? Yeah, she she did it because. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, because, I do remember. Uh, fan of the show that that we never talk about, Brock, said that she wasn't big enough to do a halftime show because he's an idiot. What a stupid fucking thing to say! Like, he's I could so, not think of something stupider to he's say. So stupid. Oh, but yeah, she, I honestly she, can't think of a band that I want to do it. You know, they get a lot of they get what they want usually. What do you think? Um, let's do somebody really hip, like, damn, I don't know. I don't know. Hanson? Hanson, I love it. Hanson. Jackson 5. Blink-182. And then um, just just Kevin Jonas. <laughs> he left his heart in Scandinavia. That's a classic song for all the listeners. You can look it up. It's fantastic. If if a thousand people listen to this, Jake, how many people do you think are going to get that reference? <laughs> uh, well, do you think Brock is listening? No. So no. zero. Zero. <laughs> oh. Yuck. <laughs> classic references where nobody gets it. All right. My next. The next question is from at Roger Goodell. So this Super Bowl obviously goes down in the history books as a legendary. What was your guys' favorite Super Bowls besides this one? Because I know it was this one. Thank you, Roger. Great question, Roger. Great question. Um, my favorite Super Bowl is probably, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. What's yours? <laughs> well, besides the Packers one, because that was obviously so much better than any of the other ones, I really freaked out when I was a little kid, to that uh, Steelers-Cardinals one where, oh, like, Larry Fitzgerald ran, like, a 60-yard touchdown with, like, a minute and 20 left. And then Ben Roethlisberger led an amazing drive down and threw a pass to, I think it was... Antonio uh, Holmes. Antonio Holmes, yeah, in the back. It was so sick. Like, that was before everybody just led game-winning drives every game, too. So it was like, whoa, this is nuts. Yeah. Oh, that was a great one. That is a good one. Uh, my favorite one is probably, you know, even though they lost and it sucked, just seeing Devin Hester run that opening kickoff back. I was going to say, yeah, Devin, I was going to say you can't choose the one your team was in, but yours was a loss, so I was going to let you choose it anyway. Uh, what? That's a top five moment of all time. and like, it, Honestly, that has for to your, be a, For your life? Yes. Yes, honestly. And that's going to be a top 20 moment in sports history. That's so cool. If they had won the game, I'd say yes, but I think I think in, I think in a vacuum, that's got to be one of the coolest moments in history. Yes, but if you don't, yeah, no. Return to the opening kickoff. You can't like imagine anything much like, cooler. But like all week, everyone's like, "Tony Dungy, are you going to kick to a Devin Hester?" And he would say in his press conference, "I'm not scared. We've we've practiced. We have this." And then they asked, "Hey Devin, do you think he's going to kick the opening kickoff to you?" And he says, "All week." There's, there's so many interviews where he's like, if he does, I'll take it to the house. And then he does it? Dude, I, my, I, like, I, I think I was like, how old were we? Like 10, 11, 12? My nip- that was know. the hardest my nipples were up until that life. <laughs> oh, my God. It was awesome. Your nipples reached a new level of hardness. I was at my uncle's house, and I had to put on a sweatshirt. It was crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question comes from mybookie.com backslash Colton St. Vincent. Uh, Thanks for doing all those prop bets. How'd you do on them? 
Oh, great question, mybookie.ag. Not good. Thank you for bringing it up. That's awesome. Um, well, they are. They're just rubbing it in, really. Well, after after all my bets overall, so this is why I'm not I'm not too upset. I won four dollars and twenty three cents. So that's pretty sweet, huh? Oh, so that's not too bad. Yeah, I thought you were doing you were doing bad in the beginning, but you had some like all my prop bets I lost, but I bet on the Patriots and the under. Yeah, that's at the, like, and then and then I put a lot a lot more money on the Patriots and the under. So, um, for oh, so, sorry, I apologize. Four dollars and seventy nine cents. Will Tony's Romo tie be one color? No, it wasn't. I, <laughs> I said it was. There was one stupid stripe in the middle. I was gonna say that tie was tough to read. Like I was like looking at, it, I was like, is that one color? Is it what color is it? I couldn't even tell. Was it like a dark blue black? It was, it was like a brown blue. With like a tan, dark teal stripe. What are you doing, Tony? Well, Tony was clean shaven, though, right? Well, Tony Romo be clean shaven. I put yes, he was, but barely. He had like a shadow. Oh yeah, he looked clean shaven when the when the night started. I I was confident because I I said my parlay was blue tie, solid color, clean shaven. I could have sworn that was a solid dark blue tie, but it wasn't at all. Uh, coin toss, I put Tails always fails. Apparently Tails never fails. Fuck me. Uh, classic catch-22 on that one. Patriots' first scoring play of the game will be... I put Patriots touchdown. Well, I lost because I'm a loser. It's <laughs> um, a good guess. Thank you. Jared Goff interception over or under a half. I almost lost this. <laughs> I put yes. So I'm... What am I at? Two, two and three. People love hearing me read my bets. No, I think it's funny to listen to, especially when they're losing bets, but, you know. I had, so every other Super Bowl MVP was plus 400-ish. Yes. Tom Brady was minus 125, and I was like, if he has a decent game at all, easy Tom Brady, because he's, he's never had a, a Super Bowl MVP ever. Yeah. <laughs> so. So I thought that was easy money, lost that. Um, first uh, pass completion of the game by Tom Brady will be over or under nine and a half yards. A little dump to Julian Edelman. He broke two tackles for an 11-yard gain. So, fuck me. I put over. <laughs> or, no, I, I put under. My apologies. My apologies. Say. Okay. So, and those are actually all my props. I went two and six. <laughs> nice. Nice. Hell, yeah. But, yeah, like I said, I, uh, I put um, pretty good money on the Patriots, minus two and a half, and the under. So. Did you bet on the song? No? No, because... They had shitty, shitty, shitty odds for all of them. It was like, it was all new songs, and I knew they wouldn't go with a new song to open because they were yeah. harder to breathe. But there yeah. was there was the field for minus six hundred, so it wasn't even worth betting. That's stupid. All right, um, this one is from at NFL Honor Society. Uh, this one's just for Colton. It says, wow. uh, "Colt Pop Quiz: What one NFL moment of the year?" Devin Hester running back the opening kickoff for the Super Bowl. That's not this year, Colton. You gotta think this year, the most inspiring, awe-dropping moment of the year. It's a fucking double doink. No, no, that's oh, a good guess. I thought that was mean of them to tweet at me then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see, the moment of the year. Yeah. Wow. Moment of the entire NFL season. It's not the double doink. Is it's it? not Brady winning six. It's not Chris Long giving his check to dying children. Is it obvious? It is. <laughs> no, but I would I would say it's the right choice. It is week one. 
Aaron oh Rodgers coming Fuck back this. from a broken knee. That is so stupid. <laughs> 20 nothing Comes back, leads the Packers to a win on opening night. I no can't one's ever going to talk one. about that ever again. People are just going to talk about how great the Super Bowl was this season, and that's the only highlight from the season. So, fuck that stupid award. That's dumb. Nobody should even vote on that stupid award. It means nothing. Because clearly, uh, clearly it doesn't bother me. Oh, yeah, no, clearly it means nothing to you. But Dude, um, what a stupid. I, I loved it. Like, I, I think that's hilarious. And uh, Brett Favre announced it. That pisses me then, off. And Aaron Rodgers and his thing was like, Aaron talking Ro- about a Brett Favre, Brett Favre has 10 separate cases of CTE. He can't read. His left eye doesn't work. I'm sure he was having a stroke up there. There's no way that won. He just he just was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is the only player that I can even think of right now because I have, I have pudding in my head. Hey, well, he got up there and Rodgers uh, said, well, just like Brett knows, it is re- it's really good to beat the Bears. Wow. And uh, they so both cool, laughed dude. and then they went off stage. It was it was a really important moment in NFL history, if you think about it. That the week one of the six, nine, and one Packers season will go down in Packers lore. <laughs> That's going to go on the Lambeau <laughs> Hall of Fame right there. At the, I mean, at it'll the... go on like Rodgers' career highlight reels, though. Like, even though, and people will forget that we went six, nine, and one that year. Like, wait, did they, like, wait, is that, that, was a... is that the same season? That he threw over Chris Conti to go to the playoffs? And everyone's Might like, as well be. Who cares? <laughs> and everyone's like, it sure was. Dude, fuck yeah, the Bears, man. <laughs> he must have beaten the Bears every single time. <laughs> One season, he was 6-0 and against the Bears. Crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck that stupid award. That means nothing to me. I'm not mad or sad. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to the next question, then. <laughs> this one's from at Austin Hartsfield sucks. I hate him. Really, he's a friend of the show. Can you? That's, that's really rude. That, yeah, that's not me or Jake's burner account. No. <laughs> Can you hear me wink in the microphone? Wink. Yeah, I totally heard that. Um, so the Kristaps trade happened. The NBA is wild. Tell me about that. That's a really, really good question. <laughs> good question. Kristaps <laughs> trade, wild, right? Talk about it. Go. Oh, he- well, I mean, that was not your burner account, so you can blame uh, not you. Not me. Next question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like, the thing is, the drama and, like, the, like, I guess how relevant it is to how society is now, the NBA is perfect for this, like, for Twitter, I for social media, for, yes. how, for how yes. petty players are for how dumb the Twitter. same organization has to be over and over. It's great. If the Warriors weren't a super team and, like, three of the four were separate, like, separate teams, I don't know. I feel like if, if, if it was a wide-open championship race, it'd be such a cooler league. But I'm just so I turned next off. Year that's co- next year that's coming because uh, the Warriors cannot afford to sign Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and DeMarcus Cousins. They are all up on contracts, so... I think I'm thinking they either got to give KD the max or Clay the max, and uh, I think KD's just gonna walk, and they'll just it'll be Steph, Clay, Draymond, and they'll fill in the rest. I think they'll go back to being the team that won the most games ever, so yeah. we can feel, we'll feel safe again. <laughs> and the only reason they lost the championship is because the best championship series performance ever. Yeah, by <laughs> the second best player of all time. Oh man. Yeah, no, honestly, the uh, yeah, Kristaps trade is wild. 
Because that sets the Mavs up for, I mean, what, Luka's 20 and Kristaps is like 24. So you just keep those guys together for the next 10 years and fuck me, you know, the Mavs are good. I forgot who I was talking to. I was trying to explain the trade to them. And they're like, because they're not huge NBA fans. I think it was like it was like somebody at work. And they're like, is Kristaps good? Is he like as good as that Dirk guy? I was like, he's Dirk, but he's four inches taller and faster. <laughs> well, well, we'll see after these injuries, but yeah, he looked like that good. He was. People forget. People are sleeping on Kristaps because we haven't we haven't seen him play in like two years or something. But um, he's really fucking good. If he comes back eighty percent next year, maybe a hundred percent the year after that. Dude, yeah, like that. Those two together is awesome. And now, if the Knicks do not sign Kevin Durant. They are so not good, dude. Why? Why would anyone sign with the Knicks? It's the worst organization in the fucking world. I am pissed at the Knicks. I don't know why. I'm not a Knicks fan, but I'm pissed. I'm like, what the fuck? You guys have sucked forever. Like, fuck you. You don't yeah. give away best player for a guy who might be pretty good in Dennis Smith and contract dumps. Nobody wants to come to New York. I'm sorry. You know, like I get it, Madison Square Garden. Ooh, but. You guys suck. I'd rather play for the Nets. Say, say they get the first overall pick and everyone's like, well, then a free agent will want to come play with Zion. Well, what if they had Zion and Kristaps Porzingis and Kevin <laughs> Durant? <laughs> no, dude, that doesn't make any sense because now they have free space. But Yeah, they because can... now they can get uh, Kevin Durant and Kemba. But even and though they Ky- just traded for a point guard, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to get – no, Colton, you don't get it. They're going to sign Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and Anthony Davis. They all want to play in New York. Everyone always says that. And Kawhi. I didn't even think about that. Giannis. <laughs> so many, Giannis always lights up Madison Square Garden. And did you know that a lot, a lot of Greek people live in New York? So yes, Giannis wants to move there. That's yeah. what I've actually said. Yeah, but here in Milwaukee, we have Okaneros. Shout out to the Greek place next to my house. I wonder if he likes Euros. Dude, if he he's gotta like Oakland Euros. Everybody who's No, I mean just Euros in general. Like he maybe something else from Oakland Euros, maybe he doesn't like Euros, you know what I mean? They also have great burgers and chicken. Dude, That's Oakland. what I'm saying. Maybe he'll maybe he'll get burgers and chicken from Oakland. I wanna know if he likes Euros. If anybody cause... has lived in Milwaukee and like has ever drank before in their lives, <laughs> Just bring up Oakland Euros, and you will see a smile on a stranger's face in two seconds. <laughs> oh, that, it's, it's, oh, I've it's, had it. I've had it multiple times. It is it is a staple for Milwaukee. Jake, you haven't been to my new place. It is two oh. doors down from Oakland Euros. That seems dangerous. Like I would gain a lot of weight if I lived there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. What was this question about? Oh yeah, Kristaps. No, but I love the combo. <laughs> what was this question Luka. about? Uh, yeah. Talk about the NBA. <laughs> yeah, basically. I want to, though, because, I mean, this trade is so fast. I, I love it. Like They have to sign Kristaps. I'm sure they will. But that is such a weird combo to have. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, Kristaps came out and said that him and Cuban are already talking long-term deal. Cuban mm-hmm. knows marketing when he sees it. Like, that's perfect. I love two, Cuban, yeah. Two Euro <laughs> guys on a team that already has a Euro fan base because of dirt. Yeah. Perfect. He said he said literally like, oh, I, I messed up by not keeping Steve Nash and Dirk together forever. I'm not going to make that mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, game oh, over. Man. Game over, man. Imagine if they had <laughs> Trey Young and Dennis Smith Jr. instead. That would suck. <laughs> that's so much worse. 
Yes. But they do have two terrible contracts, so. Yeah, whatever. Cuban's a billionaire. He's fine. He's a shark. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one, this next question is NBA fan. I love NBA Twitter, 31. Do you think the Pelicans could turn their franchise around with the deal the Lakers offered them? No, I do not. No. Did you see the offer? Uh, I did, but if you do you have it in front of you? I, I mean, I know it's it's all of them. It's Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, uh, some Ivan Zubak, some other guy, Josh Hart, and like a, a first and second round draft pick is what they offered. Yeah, they can't. What else are you gonna get for a guy? I mean, I get it. Like maybe you trade Kawhi for DeRozan, like you know whatever. But what is the Pelicans? Why? How? Who else has better younger? Better really young assets besides maybe the Celtics. And I don't think the Celtics would give up Jalen Brown. Celtics can't even trade for him because of the Derrick Rose contract thing. Yeah, not until next year. So the Pelicans would have to wait a whole year. I I mean, I don't think they'd give up Jason Tatum. So do you think Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier, is that really that much better than Lonzo Ball and Ingram and Kuzma? The Pelicans said they wanted at least four picks, three of them being first-rounders. Yeah, fuck them. I think that's them being petty to the Lakers and being like, oh, you want to tamper with our superstar and have LeBron and AD out to lunch? Well, we want 17 first-round draft picks. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I saw something interesting on Reddit. Uh, If Chris – oh, sorry. This is actually – I thought this was about AD, but I'm wrong. It's about Chris Topps, so rewind. Uh, That was me talking backwards. Yep, <laughs> that was sweet. Thanks. But if Kristaps had been available this offseason instead of in the middle of the season after 30 minutes after his meeting, he became eligible, and then 30 minutes later he was traded. That was wild. But he would have been a perfect trade for San Antonio Spurs and Kawhi Leonard. He yeah. wanted to go to New York. Uh, Kawhi wanted to go to New York. Uh, Popovich would have fucking loved Kristaps. There was a report, Stephen A. said, that they would have traded it straight up. The, the uh, Spurs wanted that trade straight up. So, like, that would have been so perfect for the Spurs. The Spurs could have rebuilt again, but uh, they kind of got screwed with DeRozan, who's he's old, he's, not, he's pretty good, but they're not as good as they could have been. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's good, but it's not, it's not Kawhi. Kawhi. Kawhi's the Kawhi. I didn't know how good Kawhi was until I had to watch him play the Bucks. now. They played him, what, three or four times. He is so goddamn good at like defense, and he can score really well. But his yeah. defense is just annoying. I think he was so. defensive player of the year, and then he learned how to play offense. Yeah, that, that was incredible. So he, he's an incredible player. But that would have been a trade of the century, and it actually would have been positive for both franchises. Oh my God, Instead, the Knicks are now, so stupid. Now everything's fucked up for everybody. You got I've four done. teams involved. The Raptors are prospering, and the Mavericks are prospering. The Knicks and Spurs are fucked. God, they're dumb. They're dumb. But, uh, yeah, so you don't think – what what do the Pelicans do? What can they possibly get that would save the franchise? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. It's, it's honestly, nope. like, it's such a small franchise. They're not going to lure free agents, and they're always going to have Anthony Davis' shadow. They had – they were – like, if you have Anthony Davis on the Pelicans and you also somehow get, like, DeMarcus Cousins on the, Pel- on the Pelicans. You've got to keep Cousins. You've got to keep them. That's what you have up. to. That's where they fucked up. Like with I, I don't blame Anthony Davis that much because if the Bucks had been 
missing the playoffs this year right now, I wouldn't have blamed Giannis if he was like, I might want to trade. Yeah. You know, if we were just like, we hire a new coach and then we're not in the playoffs and we suck. Like, I'd be like, Ugh, I think Davis maybe- has had like three coaches. That's what I'm saying. Like Giannis might wait one more year because we could just unhole, you know, unload everybody on our team. But he would he would be asking for a trade, and that's understandable. If a team gives you no option to win, you're allowed to ask out of that deal. You know what I mean? I don't blame you at all. So say, say uh, you're the Pelicans. You keep Cousins. You have Anthony Davis. I don't know their situation. I'm also terrible with NBA trades because of all the. There's so many rules, and I'm stupid. Yeah. What if they had those two and they made a run for like Jimmy Butler? I see they had bad contracts on their books. They have a, a point guard making like eight. Drew Holiday's making like eighteen million in the next four years, and he's thirty-one. So they, I don't think they could have fit anybody else on that payroll. But I don't think. But you don't have to win the championship to keep Anthony Davis for at least his full contract. You just got to make the playoffs. And losing him, oh man. For nothing, you know? If, nothing. if he would have been with DeMarcus Cousins, I know Boogie was hurt most of the year, but even then, they would have been more motivated because he's coming back. I don't know. They, they, they just screwed their franchise. They, they messed up in a lot of turns, and uh, they were handed Anthony Davis. Let's not forget that. Uh, that NBA lottery was rigged as hell because the NBA literally owned that, the team. It was the Charlotte Hornets, I think. Yeah, I think so. I don't yeah, know. then uh, they own the team. So they gave them the number one overall pick in Anthony Davis so, so someone would buy the team. And the team got bought by, like, you know, whoever. And uh, so they were handed Anthony Davis and they fucked it up. So I, I have no sympathy for them. Also, I had an interview to be uh, one of the video coordinators for the New Orleans Saints, and I didn't get the job, probably because I'm not experienced in video coordination, but. I'm I'm anti New Orleans right now. Yes, I feel you. I feel you. you. Fuck them all. And then fuck them all. If, if you don't get hired, fuck them all. And I gotta throw my ball. And she's right back on your knees and I'm right back on your feet and it's me. It's good. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that's that's why our numbers are so good. And that's why people are, are sticking around this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. What a freaking um, episode. This next question is from at Zion Williamson. Do you think Duke could beat the Knicks? Fun fact, we've won more games in Madison Square Garden over the last month than the Knicks have. And, and that number is one, by the way. Zion, slide into my DMs. If you actually ever tweet a Jake, I'm going to kick your – I'm going to be so fucking mad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm more of a RJ Barrett guy, Zion. I'd tweet at Colton. I love you, Zion. Oh, I love you. Oh! All right. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. He didn't actually tweet at me, Colton. I'm sorry to break you. Man, I was breaking out into a sweat. (laughs) I didn't want you to get a heart attack or nothing. My palms were sweaty, my knees were weak, and my arms. Oh, Jake, my arms. Let me tell you about them. They were heavy. I'm spaghetti, right? Dude, my mom. She makes spaghetti. All right. How about that, Zion? Um, No. No, I don't. I don't think... (laughs) The, I am so against college teams beating pro teams and anything. Yeah, me too. It doesn't really make any sense because there's like the Knicks. Dennis Smith Jr. was the top ten pick, and they have like they have like a million first round picks on their team. They yeah. all just aren't that good, so they would they would kill them. But they have won more games in Madison Square Garden this month than the Knicks have, which is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, 
Because they only played one game in Madison Square Garden. The Knicks have all professional basketball players. And on Duke, according to the commercials I see on TV, some of those players are going to turn professional in something other than sports. So how about that? <laughs> that that's inspiring. That's also a little uh, little peek into the future of what me and Jake are doing for our MySpace Top 8. Peek behind the curtain, how the sausage is made. Yep. We, we <laughs> that's make a callback of a hell of a That's the talk. only sanitation we have for our sausage factory. It's just a curtain. <laughs> Well, you remember that remember that classic uh, segment we had? How the sausage is made? I do. <laughs> that was legendary. Man, people loved that segment. <laughs> so pretty, pretty soon we're going to have a MySpace Top 8 of old segments on this show. I'm pretty sure that was just like when we didn't have a MySpace Top 8 and we were literally looking up what to say. And we I, were think like, that, I think it was, it was that impromptu SpongeBob top, MySpace Top 8. Oh, that was a great one, though. That was, that, was, that, was, that was two good segments wrapped in one. Our Absolutely. classic segment, two for one. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all the listener questions I have. Colton, do you have any? No, I don't, Jake. Wow, what a bunch of great listener questions. Thanks, listeners, for all the tweets. Woohoo! All right. Uh, well, we'll kick it over to our final segment. I always say final segment, but then I go like, Oh, movies and final thoughts. So it's not, it's yeah. not our last segment. I'm just a <laughs> It's never our last segment. Then you say final thoughts like a couple times. You know, yeah. we really keep it up for the last 20 minutes, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's like I always look at the time and I'm like, oh, we should probably cut this out soon. And then I'm like, all right, last thought, go. 25 minutes of talking. Final thought, go. <laughs> 25 minutes of talking. What's the last thing you guys have on your mind for the night? Go. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last movie you saw at a movie theater? <laughs> and a, at home? On a Wednesday. <laughs> All right. That's great. But this week's MySpace Top 8, we haven't had one in, in a hot mid, in a, in a hot second, whatever the kids say. Cool. Um, in honor of the Super Bowl commercials this year being so funny, they sucked butt. Uh, There's a couple good ones. The NFL 100 one. Was funny. That was cool. Um, I cannot th- think of another one. <laughs> the Bud Knight one where he died was cool because I heard that, the theme song from Game of Thrones. Yes, that was uh, the only thing that like I was like, oh, Game of Thrones, holy shit! I, oh my god, that got me so amped up. We're so lame. My was, mom is watching. I, I like quick update on my mom though. Yeah, watching Game of Thrones. Classic. Um, hey, what's Jake's mom? Watching right now segment. Well, she's on Game of Thrones. I just update where she is. Um, season six, by the way, she is flying. Ooh, I'm I'm so proud of her. Yeah, and Cersei just got let out of prison, and she's gonna blow it up, and they're gonna like, but she's let out on like bail, and they're gonna go get her again or something. So it's getting things are about to boil over, and I just like to point out something that's always forgotten: the Hound, when he comes up upon those really nice people, and that guy who's turned his life around, and they're just you know, farming and villaging. And you're like, oh, you get like an episode and a half. Like, oh, these people are so nice. And then they're fucking murdered. It's like, why? They, they had nothing. They had no metals or gold or food. They were just murdered for nothing. That was, that was a real bummer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jake's calling for justice for those, for those people. They're nice. Well, the hound killed them brutally. He cut them literally in the dick. He cut them up the dick and he said, any last words? He said, fuck you. Said you suck at dying, 
and then he cut him in the head, cut his head off. So what a great show! I can't believe people think it's too gruesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Pepsi's. All right. Well, anyway, uh, this week MySpace top eight of top commercials ever, ever. <laughs> Not Super Bowl commercials, just just commercials. Jake, Jake, I'm gonna let you go with the first okay. overall pick. Are we going snake draft? Yeah, it's always snake draft. I mean, we call it MySpace top eight, but now it's just the snake draft, you know. But um, I'm going to go with you got, you got to remember before these were watered down, you know, like because if it's a great commercial, they're going to run it into the ground. Yeah. I'm talking the original Old Spice commercial. Look at your man. Now look at me. Now look at your man. Now back it to me. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen on TV at the time. Like, yeah. I was literally laughing out loud. It's a classic. And they, they did run it into the ground. Then they brought Terry Crews into it. It brought some life back into it. But overall, Old Spice commercial, awesome. Heckin' A, dude. Heckin' A. All right, my first pick is going to be uh, MLB The Show commercial. Okay. Year, I think it was a year or maybe two years before the Cubs won the World Series. Their commercial was the Cubs winning the World Series and Chicago just going crazy. And I like, remember you sending that to me. Or oh, something. my God. It still brings tears to my eyes. Like, people are going nuts. There, there's, like, a nun and, like, a priest, like, start making out. And people are, like, cutting off their beards. And there's tears. And people are drinking. And then it, like, zooms in on the players, like, celebrating on the field. And then it zooms out. And it's the TV. And it's a guy playing the show. Oh, my God. That was – that hurts. That <laughs> I, was I, too I, real. I, yeah, I definitely spin zone that into saying that's the only way the Cubs will ever win a World Series. You know what I mean? It was a it was a good joke. It was a good gag at the time. Oh you know? man, those jokes never got old. That was awesome. <laughs> it was the best. But uh, no, good choice. Very personal choice. I'm a- my next one, my third overall pick in the draft. Oh, sorry, were you not done? So we're not snake drafting. <laughs> Oh, no, you're right. Sorry, I forgot how snake traps work. You're so stupid. Oh, well, I thought because there's two of us, we could just go back and forth. But yeah, snake trap. Yeah, do you know what? Just go back and forth. The snake traps are so stupid with two people. It, it's better with the, when we had the RIP, when we R. had uh, he, Ham. He, he who shall not be named. Yep, Ham. But uh, I'm going to go with the Bud Light dog commercials from the Super Bowl a few fuck, years ago. Fuck. Oh, those were so good. You had the dog running. He was running for, like, the whole commercial, and he finally gets home. Adorable dog. Anytime you got dogs in commercials, it's legendary. But Bud Light really knows how to hit home. They've had ones with Golden Retrievers and Dalmatians. So they know that dogs hit home. Uh, Bud Light dog commercials. Damn, that's a good one. So before this, me and Jake were talking, and I said, I have one that's kind of cheating. And Jake kind of touched on it. It was just any commercial with a dog. (laughs) (laughs) But since Jake was first to the dog commercial, I'll give it to him because he's a bitch. So my next pick, ooh shit, that was that was one of my good ones. Um, any commercial that said, "Hey, I'm Cole Sprouse from <laughs> Sweet Life of Zack and Cody," and you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> Those little intros, the <laughs> Disney Channel. <laughs> you know what? I, I'll take that as a commercial. Damn, right? <laughs> you know? a commer- yeah, yeah. What would you call it? It's it's on the commercial break. You fool. It's definitely a commercial. Uh. That's a good pick. I know, I know. That's a good value yeah, pick. Box I, like you always do in these MySpace. I, prob- I probably could have saved that towards the end, but you know what? Whatever. Big whoop. Um. Okay. So for my next one, I'm gonna go. It's more of a commercial campaign. I'm gonna go with when Red Bull had that guy jump out of the plane from space and just free fall. Like that was pretty dope. That like, and cool. that made me 
want a Red Bull. So, uh, yeah, the guy jumping literally from space. Because I, I remember when they showed him, and it was literally, like, stars around him. My, like, heart, like, sank. I was like, oh, my God. Because space freaks me the fuck out. So, uh, I'm going Red Bull, guy jumping out of a plane from space. Heck, yeah. All right. My third pick is going to be a classic. Um, this commercial made my tongue bleed when I attempted this. How many licks does it take to get to the t- uh, center of a Tootsie Pop commercial? With, oh. that, with that cocky-ass owl who, oh my who graduated. God. Dude, that owl graduated college so long ago. I don't know if he just came from his ceremony, but he's still wearing his stupid hat and his glasses. And that yeah. kid is like, hey, you, you have glasses. You're smart. How many licks does it take to get to this? And he's just asking a question. Owl steals candy from a baby, literally, and <laughs> eats it. Yeah. And then gives oh, him a cocky answer and then throws what? him the stick. He's like, what? three. Yeah, he's counting like he's French or something, One, you know? Two, oh, I know. three. Oh. Dickhead. <laughs> dude, that, guy's a, that guy's a fucking prick, dude. <laughs> Fuck so, that guy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we finally talked about this. I've been thinking about this for a long time. <laughs> That's a great choice. All right. My uh, final pick, I'm thinking, should I go, you know what, I need an old school one. I'm going, oh, thanks, Mean Joe. Mm -hmm. Classic commercial, redid by uh, Family Guy, redone by a million things. I think it was an actual commercial. Like, it it came back, and then then Mean Joe was like, hey, thanks, kid, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, they they redid it. Yeah, they did do that. The kid tossed him a coat. Yeah. So it's lived through the years. He tosses him his jersey. He gives him a Coke, and then one of the kids looking all like, man, I just gave Mean Joe a Coke. He tosses him his jersey, and the little kid says, oh, gee, thanks, Mean Joe. And it's so, like, 80s or whatever, decade, that 70s, whatever. 79. <laughs> so, oh, well, so I was right on the money there. <laughs> Damn right you were. All right. And that's all four. Your final pick, Colton. Shit, shit, shit. Found out the squad. Shit. All right, let's see. My my favorite commercial, my number four is, hmm. I like to talk about this commercial when it first came out because when I would bring it up at school, people got super uncomfortable. <laughs> it was the commercial. It was GoDaddy.com when that really hot chick and that really awkward dorky guy. Oh, my God, and they made out. Hardcore tongue made out. Oh, that's that wasn't even on my list. That was a that was an improv. Oh, that was crazy. Yes. Yeah, so. uh, that's a great choice to round out your team. I, a spinoff there was that Skittles commercial real? Because I, I we already made our teams. We can't add these, but man, that Skittles where it's like yeah, these are the uh, honorable mentions. Taste my sweetness. Taste my sweetness. Oh my uh, God. It just comes a bunch of fucking Skittles all over. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Dude, I really hope it's not, but I kind of hope it does. <laughs> Dude, I definitely hope it was. I mean, Skittles is fucked up. They still play that one where he has Skittles pox. She eats one of his infectious pox. <laughs> hey, Billy, what's wrong? <laughs> my doctor says I have Skittle pox. <laughs> is it contagious? I don't think so. <laughs> <She's> like, oh. <laughs> That's a really funny commercial. That's really fucking funny. I was thinking about uh, so do you, do you have any do you have any honorable mentions? Well, that was an honorable mention. Uh, we watched that PS3 one. I, I recommend everyone goes watches the old school PS3 commercials when they came out and they were 2.99. And uh, it was just the guy was like, 
hey, Kevin, I heard the PS3 is being sold for $2.99 now. He says, you shouldn't listen to everything you hear on the internet, Billy. That's how World War I got started. And that's the best joke that's I've a, heard in a commercial in a while. That's, that's a, a classic. That's a good quality joke, yeah. That's just a good joke to start off a commercial. And that guy was in a bunch more, and he told a bunch more jokes. That was a great campaign by PlayStation. Funny guy, funny guy. Um, some of my honorable mentions, the first one I thought of that I was laughing about when we, when we were talking about this before was the What a Life commercials on Disney Channel, but I realized I could have two Disney Channel things on oh, my commercials. Yeah, what yeah, a life. We always grow the big banana here. here oh, the street. banana one, dude. That's the first one I thought of. <laughs> Wasn't that Brenda's song? Yeah, Brenda's song. No, that was uh, Pass the Plate or whatever. <laughs> yes. Here in Australia, we have Grow the Big Banana. We have Grow Bananas <laughs> on the Bobby. And then I was in Australia over the summer and I asked if they had Grow Bananas, and they were like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I hired friend of song, another fucking actor. Um, <laughs> another one was the Snickers. You're not you when you're hungry. Because that Snickers almond one where the dude just rolls out of the car. Have you seen that one? That one is I funny. love almonds. <laughs> you love almonds. That's what I'm saying. Snickers almonds. And he's driving. He's probably going 35 miles an hour, 40. <laughs> and he just unbuckles and rolls out of the car. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I was going to say the Geico Caveman commercials. They were really funny when they first came out. They're replaying all their Geico commercials. Yeah, which are I good ones still. I didn't feel comfortable naming any Geico ones in my list Same. because they're really trying to pander to us. You know, they knew we'd do this list, so they were pandering. Uh, so I didn't choose them. But, no, the the Caveman one is actually very funny. Do you remember the Caveman show? Mm-hmm. Do you remember who starred? Who was the lead lead actor? No. Nick Kroll. <laughs> oh, Really? Yeah, look that up, kids. Kids at home listening with your families on your radio set. Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll will do anything. He gets into some shitty stuff. Yeah. Um, Another honorable mention I had. I think that's actually all my um, honorable mentions. Wow. Yeah. uh, The mayhem from Allstate also was funny at first, and now it's totally dead. It's been like eight years. Yeah, well, I mean, we're talking about run, talk about running it in the ground, making a Geico Caveman TV show. Holy shit! What a bad nuts. idea. That is great. That's nuts. Yeah, there was there, a Geico had a, had a lot of good ones there for a little bit, but now it's jumped the shark. Yeah, I think um, I'm not a big flow guy, but there's that one, the first commercial where she plays the whole family. I think that was really funny. She's done some funny ones. That, like they do, you know, a lot of times she's not at all and cringy, but she's definitely had some funny commercials. Yeah. The one where it's like all the family eating dinner and the grandma's like, I got the meat sweats. Yeah. That, that's the one I'm thinking of. That was a good one for a little bit. So another good one. Yeah. A lot of great commercials. Wow, we are su- we have such good memories. Uh I'm sure we're I'm sure we're missing some, so tweet at tweet at us at live from the A15. People love to tweet at us. They never stop. My phone blows up and the battery dies really fast because people tweet at us so much, but um, Jake, those are all of the planned talking points for episode 77. What yes. have you been watching? Jake, the people want to know. We've made it into the freestyle mode of the show, which is always the best. Uh, what have I been watching? Uh, I tried to get into uh, the Ted Bundy tapes and uh, the conversation with the killer or whatever. I watched the first two of those. They're... I don't care. That doesn't need to be four. Yeah, I, I was really... I, I kind of got got off of it. I'm, I'm really excited about the Zac Efron movie, though. Mm-hmm. And anyone mm-hmm. who's, like, who's, like, angry about it, fuck you. You haven't even seen the movie. You just saw the trailer. Yes, King. You know? Yes, King. 
<laughs> kink. Uh, wait, <laughs> you know, like wait till you see a movie and then hate on it. Like, don't just hate on like, oh, this trailer came out. This movie's wrong. It shouldn't be made. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, like the trailer is meant to. Yes, he's gonna look very handsome and charming. He's Zac Efron. That's who he was. And the trailer is meant to make it, you know, exciting. He's got to look badass in a trailer. He's gonna be evil. It's literally called like the miraculously evil or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what it's. It's way too long of a title. Have we ever talked <laughs> about the Harley Quinn movie coming out? No. Have you seen that, that, that title? No. Holy balls! You talk for a little bit while I Google that. Go. Oh well, um, I also <laughs> tried to start the uh, show. The Bodyguard. I, I watched the first episode, and I'm, like, halfway through the second episode. It's really good. It's got uh, Rob Stark, King of the North, as the main character. He's got a nice British accent. He's a handsome dude. It, it was pretty good. i got to keep watching it, but uh, I like the first episode. yes. Hell yes. All right. Where Did is... you, how did your Googling go? Dude, it's hard, man. Oh, here it is. Oh, this is so long. So this is the full title. Uh, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. <laughs> That's the title of the movie. That's so bad. Look at that. Yeah, there's a, clip, there's a clip here where Margot Robbie explains the Harley Quinn movie to Jimmy, uh, is that Fallon? So I, I'm going to watch um, that. Fallon, that guy. One of, one of the Jimmys. You know, I, I didn't want to say Kimmel. Yeah, uh, this movie has a bunch of people that I, I don't know, but Margot is my number one celebrity crush, so shout out to you. I love you. I know you're listening. And we I know you're listening. Um, let's see. I watch, So I say a lot on here, oh, big Oscar guy. I watch Roma. It's on Netflix. Yes. Freaking emotional as balls. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. I liked it a lot. It's all in Spanish and in black and white. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God, I am not going to watch that. <laughs> First 70% of it is slow. It follows this, uh, it, it, it's set in Mexico, and it follows a maid in, like, her life, and it's <laughs> super slow, but basically she just gets screwed the whole movie. <laughs> like, uh, I do not want to, I hate movies where it's always down, down, down on the person, because like, I just feel bad. Like, literally every single thing that happens to this chick is just, I feel so bad. But then, like, everyone around her that she loves, bad things are happening to them. <laughs> <laughs> but then, twist! Shitty things happens to everybody. So <laughs> life sucks, and then the movie ends on a beach with a super emotional scene that I cried at. You oh, know, okay. it's super hard to cry in a black and white movie that I have to read what's going on. But I cried. Like I was like I read it and I started crying before I realized why I was sad. And I was like, dude, that's so sad. Oh shit. <laughs> that has to be a good movie. It's like. good. Yeah, I think I've I've only seen three of the best picture noms right now, but I've seen Black Panther. Star is Born and Roma, um, in this order of which ones I would like the best. Roma won. I gave it like an 85. Black mm -hmm. Panther was like a 79, and Star is Born is like a 75, only because it was spoiled like 24 hours before. Dude, Star is Born is so much better than Black Panther. I think I would have loved Star is Born, but every single scene, I was like, I, I know what happens. <laughs> I, I was so pissed. That's a bummer. Thanks, man. Thanks for being there for me. Yeah, but I mean, I think A Star is Born, like, should win. <laughs> so, I, I do not agree with its ranking. Shut up. Well, sorry. You you are the expert. Thank you. I've seen, Jake, I've seen three of the movies so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expert. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. 
Uh, you want to know something stupid? I got an update on my phone during the show. White Sox signed Brandon Guire. Hit 205 with the Indians last year. Why the fuck would that get sent to my phone? Fuck you, ESPN. It is it is 11 o'clock at night. If something comes in at 11 o'clock at night, it better be fucking important. I don't know how, but I guarantee that's a waste of resources for this earth. And, and <laughs> global warming and climate change is real. And ESPN is not helping with that. No, energy, everything. That was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right, Jake. Official final thought on episode 77. Go. Uh, wow. What a great episode. I have so many people to thank. Um, my mother, my father, my uh, everyone who works for me. I'd like to thank you all. I couldn't have done it without you. That was the worst final thought <laughs> in, this, <laughs> in the well, history. What are your thoughts on this like episode 77? So I did it like an Oscar speech. That was my Oscar speech. Oh, You're welcome. Your Oscar speech was thank my parents and everyone that works for me. Good night. Yeah, I'm I'm off that stage quick. I don't want them to play the music on me. Nobody wants to hear you talk. You know, nobody wants that. I feel like if you that's actually a really good point. Say you're like a um say you're like a I don't know, like a like an unknown actor or like director and you win something. That's great publicity. Go out there and just be like, Thanks. Yeah. And then geez. just walk off yeah. and then everyone's gonna be like, Can you believe New and upcoming director Jake LaRue just said thanks and then gave the peace sign. <laughs> yeah, that was baller, dude. Like, now we're talking about him on Twitter. And yeah. his Is he the know. next Batman? Whoa. <laughs> exactly. And then I become the next Batman, and I haven't even made a movie yet. <laughs> yeah. Damn, we just figured out Hollywood and Major League Baseball in one episode. Episode <laughs> 77, my final thought, is weather is crazy. The apocalypse is happening. <laughs> Um, last week there was frost quakes in Chicago. Uh, the, the water underground froze so fast that it caused earthquakes. And then on my drive home tonight here in Milwaukee during an ice storm, there was thunder and lightning. That was so scary. That was terrifying. <laughs> that was, makes no sense. Like it is literally like in Rockford, which is different, but we're having an ice storm too. There is two inches of ice on everything right now. Yeah. If there was thunder lightning i'd be crying yeah i was i was honestly expecting the sky to start cracking and to see those like giant robots from um the end of the world movie whatever it is i don't see, know if i saw that Chicken little. you know i'd probably go to church like uh, if i saw that weather i'd end up going to church it was scary it really was so shout out to me that's it that's it. <laughs> Episode 77 in the books. Yo, it's in the books. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen. A. That Smith. was a fucking sick ending. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening on 12 Ounce Sports Radio, on iTunes, on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Podbean, Pocket Casts, other podcast platforms, Two Shots <laughs> Podcast Network, RIP Sam. That's it. Goodbye, everybody. Love you. Cut. How dare you say that my behavior is unacceptable? So condescending, unnecessarily critical. I have the tendency of getting very physical. So watch your step, cause if I do, you need a miracle. You dream me die and make me wonder why I'm even here. The double vision I was seeing is finally clear. You want to stay, but you know very well I want you gone. Now fit the fucking tread the ground. I'm walking on
so bad that you never listen to what I said. Putting your pillow and writhing in the naked sweat, hoping somebody someday will do you like I did. But when it gets cold. 